Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Courtney Quinn. I'm a corporate dropout turned serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping female business owners step into your power and reach your full potential in business and in life. I'm on a mission to empower more women to become their own boss while teaching them how to do it in a healthy, scalable way that supports your dream life so that you're running a business and not owning a business that runs you. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're still toying with the idea of diving into your own business, you're in the right place if you're looking for tools to support you as you are navigating the world of entrepreneurship as a woman, because I'm going to get real with you on how to do so. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Female CEO Show podcast. Today, we are joined by Alejandra Rojas. She is a finance professional, money mindset expert, coach, and founder of the Money Mindset Hub, helping female entrepreneurs to increase their income, yes, please, better their relationship with money, and grow their business. Using her highly effective M-E-S-S or MESS method, uh, after reaching rock bottom when money burnout reactivated an old life-threatening sickness again, she knew she had to design a method to prevent this from happening again. And ever since, Alejandra and her clients are crushing goal after goal in life and in business. Alejandra is always on the move, soaking in the beauties of the world. She shares tons of golden nuggets on her own podcast, Dear Lack, Let's Break Up. I love that. (laughs) So you can find her work in Yahoo Finance, Go Banking Rate, Clever Girl Finance Podcast, and others. It is an absolute honor to welcome you to the show today, Alejandra. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. That always sounds like way more than I feel it. It's just like every time that people read the bio, it's like, oh, is it there? Is that me? Is that, oh, is okay. that me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I feel like sometimes you you need that little, you need that little reminder. Yeah, little, you do. Like, you do. Woman. I love that. Um, yeah. Um, so there's so much going on here that I am like mm. so impressed about. I am so excited to dive in with you. So happy to be having these conversations with you as well. So let's kind of dive in. Tell us a little bit about your story, Alejandra, how you got here, you know, why finance and money mindset is your thing. Spill it. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, it all started when, no, just kidding. It really (laughs) is like any other female entrepreneur, right? Like all the experiences that you have had in your life uh, got you to the point that you are right now. So for me, I have always been in love with finances. Like uh, people uh, think like uh, you like numbers, you like dealing with money. And hell yes, this is what I do. I love that. Like I was the kind of girl that um, both of my parents are accountants. So I always would sit down next to them and uh, work like I was the admin person. I'm putting the stamps and the invoices. And what is the, um, uh, it's in Spanish, of course, like the uh, payables that we need to get. Like that, give me that. I will do it for you. Um, So yeah, it's on my blood, right? Um, But um, yeah, I started, uh, I I studied finances, my bachelor's degree, uh, my postgraduate, I did everything on finances and business. And I was walking the path of, yes, um, study, find the corporate job, the, you know, the all success, whatever. And I find out that that wasn't for me <laughs> mm-hmm. because it was just stressing me 
out and like you read on my bio uh it got to a point when I kind of forgot about everything that I knew with money kind of forgot no you're like you guys would understand why this happens later on and why the reason why I created the method that I use um but it was just like this chasing this success path reactivated my my health um sickness and it got to a point that um it wasn't worth it for me anymore and I just couldn't believe that what I love as a professional was threading my life that was something that I said no it's not gonna happen because uh this is what I love to do as a professional and I'm going to still be here uh living my life so um really that was uh, it was a personal challenge I was like hell no like making money is not gonna take life away from me having money is not gonna take life away from me and I'm gonna make it work in a in a way that feels easy that feels natural and that people will love to know afterwards how I did it because they deserve to know and so that's when the mess method came in uh, that stands for mindset emotion and strategy so I was literally pulling everything together like I was my own, <laughs> like my own um, experiment. And that was how I started with coaching. I, unfortunately, when you study finances, nobody tells you that there is a 90% uh, topic apart that is called mindset and emotional regulation with money. Um, so I had to discover that on my own. And then I say, okay, this is the part that we are missing. This is the part that people is not talking about it. Uh, let's develop a little bit more. And that's, uh, here I am. This is my business. This is what I do. And, and really what moves me is to know that if I can spare one person from going down the rabbit hole that I went with my health uh, because of money, I'm served. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is so wonderful. That's so powerful. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit about yes. how money ended up affecting your mm. health. Tell us more about this story. Yeah. So we all have money stories, uh, whether you recognize them or not, we all have. But when you come from a background, a uh, very strategy background um strong background as the finance where numbers are numbers and that's it you tend to ignore that story even more than normal people um so it's like okay shut down that emotional side and get the logical mind working so i thought that was what was happening with me i ignored for a long time my my own money story believing that by working more and chasing more the money i was going to find the answer so what happens when you really push your body and your mental health to the edge you burn down and that was ha that happened with me so i i was ignoring arriving home and vomiting and crying all the time and being just like uh, it, it was just like a, an empty life all the things that i had that for the external world was success to me was just an empty space an empty sad place to be and i didn't want to recognize that and uh, 
funny enough, uh, the more money that I was making, the more debt I was getting in and the deeper the hole was because that's your money story talking. That's just like, hey, we are not used to this level of success. Do you even want to be here? Um, because internally, subconsciously, you're making that connection. Um, you're projecting. It's like, no, I don't want to be here. Okay, so let me give you a, a little bit more of debt. Let me give you a little bit more of uh, burned out to see if you pay attention to me. And that's what happened. I ended up, um, I was on my way to work one day. I never faint never fainted before or after that and I just fainted in the bus uh I'm one of like strangers I didn't know what happened anything I just woke up and I said this needs to change like this is uh, this is the point where where I need to do something because at that point I I, I already was ignoring like I say the vomiting um the sickness it reflects on my body with purple spots. Uh, I, I was ignoring those purple spots. Like I would see them on my body and say, oh shit, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. But when I fainted, because I never experienced it before or after, um, I knew it was something deeper than that. And I knew I had to tap in into different things that had to do with me, didn't have to do with work, money, success, or whatever. Ooh, that fainting. That is so scary. And I love how that was kind of your wake up call to be like, okay, like yeah. it, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> I got it. Like we, I need to pay more attention to this. So yeah. was this, was this brought on by your job in finance or was it more brought on by the amount of money you were making in finance or was it just kind of like a combination of it both? I think there is a third option. That's okay. that is because my own unhealthy relationship with money. Mm. I don't think anybody really is um, has more control over your own mind and body than you. And so, it was my own bad relationship with money because I didn't know my money story. I didn't know my my like what money is really like if you think about what money is can you tell me what really is beyond oh it's something that I need to pay the bills or it's something that I I need to charge for because I have a business to survive can you really tell me what money means and is in your life if you have done um, money mindset work before perhaps you mm -hmm. can but if it is the first time that you hear about it, it's like what are you talking about? So my relationship with money, although I studied finances, I know all the strategies. I knew all the perfect inside out of an economy. I didn't know my own money story. So when you don't know your own money story, your own goals, your own definition of success, then this happens. You get, you give control to this object that is money. You give con your control to your job, to your business, to your clients, to whatever. Um, but you have to take that control back. And that's exactly what happened. So it was, it, it, I don't think it, the guilty one was one or the other one. Um, the guilt, or if if you need to find a, a guilt person, a guilty person, um, it was just myself. My wow. lack of of really going deeper and mm -hmm. and seeing inwards. 
Yeah. So at this point in time in your life, and then maybe even like as a child, what did your relationship with money look like? Mm -hmm. You know, what was kind of passed down to you from your parents, these like innate beliefs that you had about money? Right. So until that point, and even six months down uh, after the the fainting, when I was in, in this discovering process, I didn't know anything about that. I, I didn't like I never questioned what my parents said or how did I grow up or never questioned. Um, so I started to discover that the belief on my family is work, always work, no matter what you work and you keep your job. It doesn't matter if you are sick or not. Job, mm. your job, and the kind of job that you have, because I was in a very good position, you gotta take care of it before you, right? Wow. So I was like, no wonder why, right? <laughs> like, yeah. no wonder why this happened. But then a lot of narratives, we have a lot of narratives, um, especially when you start your business, you start seeing how this is a big mirror to see all of the narratives that you have. So there is a lot of narratives um, at, at my home level about entrepreneurship and, and money, about how money is hard, how people that has money is not safe, um, how... Uh, if you have money, you are taking from other people. So there is a lot of narratives around um, home level, community level, country level uh, that I had to wave because that was one of my most impactful things uh, I discovered later on that by me having money, I was taken away from other people. It made me sick to my stomach in a subconscious level. It was like, I don't want to take from anybody else. Like, why am I having this success and my brother or my sister cannot have it? It's just like, oh, what a bad person I am. So I didn't know this in a conscious level, but in subconscious level, you're processing all of that. No wonder why I fainted. I'm, my body was like, wait, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no wonder. Your body's just like, I'm done. Like, we're, yeah, I can't exactly. do it. I need a break. Wow. Yeah. So what, kind of walk us through what it looked like for you after this fainting spell. And you're like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. We need to figure this out. Yeah. Where did you, I mean, that feels mm. so overwhelming for me. Like, where did you start? What did this healing look like? Walk us through it. Oh, this was the best healing journey um, mm. because it was after that, um, I really took time to to reach out to people that I knew it was going to understand me. Uh, my partner, one of them, we were not together at the time, but I, I reach out to him and say, he was in charge of asking me, are you happy every single day for 30 days? And I couldn't answer that question without feeling like a fraud. I was like, wow. oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and he was dead serious. Like, are you happy? Uh, until maybe uh, 20 days into that question, mm. I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy here. I'm not happy where I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm literally done. Mm -hmm. When I said that um, I was applying for, you know, different ways to go somewhere and New Zealand appeared on the map. So this healing journey happened that I took a plane 
32 hours start living in New Zealand um best place ever to have a healing because nature was there uh, yeah. I wasn't even knowing that I was in a healing journey I was like I'm here for it right um and I started to discover like the universe was in charge to put me into different uh, models like all, everything that I needed to see, I saw. And everything that I needed to experience to understand that there was another way, a different way to do things, um, I really saw it. And, well, I ended up living in New Zealand for two years. I That's where I started my business over, over in New Zealand. I started to speak to other female entrepreneurs because this is the thing to me finance is so easy and they were like i don't know this is so complicated i don't know what to charge i don't know i'm like hey it, this is the easiest thing like let me help you let me um walk through what I, what it happened because i saw them going to this exact same path i did it with my corporate job they were doing it with their own businesses i was like no, I recognize this pattern. So let me just help you. And I started my business that way. And and it, it just felt in such an alignment. Um, but I, I didn't have an strategy. I didn't have a pathway like, it's, I, I'm going to do step one, two, three. No, it didn't look like that. New Zealand definitely didn't look like that. In New Zealand, everything is kind of flexible. And that really gave me the the energy and the empowerment that I needed to say, oh, I am flexible with things. Like I can do it a different way. Let's try it out. And that gave me the courage that I needed to to start um, testing my method, to start the business and everything. So yeah, the, the healing path took me to start my own business and to, to really find the voice of let's do it the other way because this way is definitely not working. Wow. I love how the business kind of just found you naturally. You know, you were yeah. like, I, I want to be able to help you. Like, this is easy to me. Let me help you. And I feel like those are yeah. the best businesses. Those things that are yeah. just like so innate and easy to you and other people are just like, can't wrap their head around it, which yeah. is more or less how I am with finances as well. Um, so <laughs> I feel that. So, Tell us a little bit more about your mess method and like yeah. what this yeah. looks like. I mean, you were saying like, I want to, I want to do it the other way. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is the other way to make money? So let's put it this way. There are a thousand ways that you can make money. There are mm -hmm. infinite possibilities that today, just sitting here, you can receive a thousand dollars just to say something. Um, but the fact that you're thinking that there is only one way, the fact that you are fixed on there, there is a unique path, that is where mess comes around. Because it is not about the strategy. It is not about your business or your offer. It's about how your mind perceives it mindset which is the first letter of the method then how your body reacts to it why are the emotions racing right the e for emotions and then we need a strategy um i'm huge on manifestation energy uh, mindset work but i know that we need we need a freaking strategy and we need the strategy for the outcome that you want to generate but the strategy by itself is not going to work if you are fixed on there is only one way to do it mm -hmm. even though that that only one way has failed thousand times for you 
um, that's when the disconnection comes around. So mm-hmm. math really was, and, and the last S of the method is the synergy. So how you create your life around all of this because it's not like every time you're thinking i need to work on my mindset i need to regulate my nervous system or emotion and then i need to place to start we are not robots that's not how we work you need to create a synergy and understand uh, that every time that you hit a roadblock you can use this method to say okay where is it that in, I need to calibrate again? Um, and the mass method really came from all of my story, but also because I was helping one, my first client, she is an amazing lady, has a very beautiful vision and dreams with her business. But it was so fixed on, I just need to do the energy work. I want you to help me to do the energy work and the mindset so that I can attract the, you know, the clients that I want. But she was petrified on pricing out. She Mm -hmm. was petrified on asking what she was worth. And I was, okay, look at the how we need to come together because if you don't ask for your prices, prices are the number one way that we as a female entrepreneurs have to receive abundance. So you may be doing the energetic work. You may be doing the mindset work, um, putting affirmations, which by the way, mindset, money mindset work is not only affirmations. Let me just put it out there um, because it's a big misconception. But you're putting the affirmations you want to be about us. That's great. But there is another part missing. And that is the, the strategy, the approach. If you want to increase your income, you gotta learn how to increase your prices or you gotta learn how to level up to that income level so that's one side um of the strategy side the other uh, side is that they apply so much strategy and forget completely about mindset and emotion um the the, the emotional side of money which is huge 95 percent of the things that we do with money is on a subconscious level and sub and subconscious doesn't understand about language or strategy it understands emotion so for as long as you're avoiding that emotion it doesn't matter what you do it's not gonna (laughs) bypass your brain your brain is like no don't come here i don't want this change i don't want new prices i don't want anything i can stay as as i am right now because i'm safe so that's more of my clients that i have to double down and their mindset and emotion because again they're trying a, a strategy they know when to, you know, they, they say, okay, I'm going to charge, I don't know, 3000 And they go with a strategy but never believe that that's possible for them. Um, believing for me is a combination of feeling great in your body when you feel that emotion, that negative emotion, and knowing that you can get there that's mindset. So it's a whole combination around not only um, the strategy with money, the keeping your expenses down or whatever, like all these um, traditional financial terms, but it's also the perspective and how your body reacts to that new perspective that is going to get you there. Wow. This is so insightful. There's, <laughs> It's so, it really makes you realize how 
just deep, like just the thought of money goes and like how difficult that can be to work through. So question for you, for those women who are listening and they do feel like there is only one way that I can make money. There is just this one way and it keep like it keeps failing, but like it's the only way to make money. How do they release from that that mindset, that fixation, and just kind of like open themselves up to being able to receive money in other ways? Yeah, uh, I have a wonderful uh, exercise that if you are on that position, you can do today, and that it's going to start opening up your your mindset and is. From now until the end of the week, I don't know when the episode is, it's um, going live, but whatever the day is, if it's a Friday, then do it until next Friday. Sit down and write 10 ways, and every day you're at um, 10. So 10 ways that you today can receive money. No matter what, it can be somebody passed by and gave you $1,000, your mom said, oh, here's a gift card, $1,000. You stop uh, at the gas station and there was a discount so you didn't have to pay for gas. I don't know. 10 ways that today you can make and put in an X amount, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. You sold another program, $3,000. Somebody bought in your membership, $3,000. I don't know, whatever it is, right? And every day at 10 other ways. So by the end, you're gonna you're gonna have 70 ways that you didn't see before. And that in itself, you cannot unsee it. It's that's it. Once wow. you see it, you cannot unsee it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I love that. That just feels so expansive. I love that you just like add on more every day. And that just makes it a little bit less overwhelming, a little easier instead of being like, yeah. sit down and write out 70 ways. It's like just 10. 10 each day. No. Ooh, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is the thing for me. Um, the Money Mindset Hub, which is my my baby, my hub, um, has one mission, which is making Money Mindset work simple. If it is not simple, your brain is going to reject it. So mm-hmm. instead of you going, like you said, all in in 70 ways, what, when you see the number 70, your brain is like, there is no way that I come up with 70. You're going to walk away from it. That is why you need to make it simple. It's stupidly simple for your brain and say, okay, just 10, 10 more. You already did 10, you can do 10. You already did 20, you can do 30. And it's just like talking to a little child because our brain, <laughs> emotional brain is a little child. It's a seven, seven max, eight years old um, walking around. So the simpler you do it, the faster it's going to get you there. Ooh, that is some amazing advice just on like mindset work and working with your brain. I love that. Yeah. So <laughs> as you're, you were talking about your mess method and how you need a strategy, which I love. Like, I think, I think the best businesses are a combination of like the energy and the mindset work and a strategy. Um, so when you were talking about it, I was thinking and tell me if you like how you typically do this. Do you typically like reverse engineer with your clients? So you kind of like come up with that, the strategy to be where they want to be and then kind of like, or like find out the end goal and then kind of like reverse engineer and like work backwards to figure out where they should go. 
Yeah, so it okay. all starts with the three main pillars of the hub. Whether you want to increase your income, you want to have a better relationship with money, which means that uh, that means you don't feel the aches in your body every time a bill comes like you want to have a relationship with money or you want to grow your business so that's the bottom line for me um and once you decide what is the outcome that you want to see then i start by understanding where you are coming from it is pointless for you to um, start with the strategy when you are not really considering who you are. The most important part about personal finances is, is it's about the person. It's about you. I don't I don't want to put a strategy that works for your neighbor when I I don't know you. So mm-hmm. the first thing that we do is to dive deeper into who you are with money. And if you don't know who you are with money, we get into the process to learning like who you are with money, what is it that you want. And then in the middle of the process, um, I go all in into the strategy because that's going to activate, that's going to trigger the other things that we are not seeing on, on a conscious, on a conscious level. So it is a combination of everything. I don't, I don't have like first do the mindset, then the emotion, then the strategy. You know, I, the the mess method is combining every lesson that I walk you through. I, I'm seeing all the the chips that you need to have, the emotional regulation, and then we apply the strategy. So, for just to put you an example, uh, for people coming into the income accelerator, they want to increase their income. These are um, women that have been in business for two, three years, and although they are making money, like one sell here and there, they know this is what they want to do. That's um, they're generating some sales. It's never money to thrive. It's always money to survive. Like they are barely making, like it's just bills. And if they are making one more sale, more bills come. That's the income accelerator. We need to accelerate that income. So the first thing that we do is that, okay, I want to know how you grow up, how you understand money. And then when you understand um, money and how you grow up and say, okay, for you, we're going to try this strategy and that's when it's just like a like triggering all around i cannot do this why can you not do it why can you you not go out and, and life and say well my high ticket um coaching business or coaching session is going to be five thousand dollars oh my god why five thousand dollars like i cannot do that like i literally your body reacts you feel like oxygen goes down it's like how is it possible and that's when we start the other part of the process regulating to that income desire income because at the end of the day if you sign up for income accelerator you're going to increase the income like i don't take commitment and goals lightly if you tell me i'm when i want to make 30k per month I'm going to get you there, but you need to be on board with that. And your body needs to be on board with that. So it, it depends on what the outcome is and it depends on who you are. So we can work around. Ooh, I love how you don't have a one size fits all. No. Like, oh, I love that so much because I am getting really tired of seeing that in the coaching space. Like this is what I did and I'll show you all the steps that I did so you can do it too which 
in theory, like, yeah, that's a wonderful idea, but it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. I feel like there are so many people who I really look up to, who I, I try and take their advice. And it is just like, it doesn't work. It's like putting a square peg into a round yeah. hole. And then it's frustrating. It's like, well, why doesn't yeah. it work for me? And it's like, well, because I'm not them. Like we, everything is so much different. Exactly. So I- <laughs> I respect that approach so much. I absolutely love that, especially when it comes to something as deeply ingrained as money. Like there, there are different strings that we're going to have to pull depending on yeah. the person to really yeah. get to that root. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just want to add how mm-hmm. damaging that approach is with money, because mm-hmm. imagine that your subconscious is a magnet, right? So from zero to seven, you already have shape what your potentially your experience with money will be, depending on what your parents say. That's the money story that we are talking about, right? The environment, you already have some filters. So those filters serve as a magnet to new experiences with money. When you go through a cookie cutter strategy that doesn't work, guess what is the message that you're sending to those filters? Like, yeah, Filters get us stronger that we are on the lag. Reason why I name lag. <laughs> they are lag. Let's break up my podcast. Like those filters are saying, we are continuing the lag. Nothing that we are uh, trying out is working. The problem is you. So that information continue to add up to the place that you are already with money. And it's like, just like every time I see it, I get frustrated. Like, it's not because they're not applying the strategy. It's because they are ignoring themselves. And when you ignore yourself with money, you are ignoring what can potentially get you to earn whatever you want to earn every single day. We cannot take ourselves out of the equation. Bottom line, end of the story. <laughs> wow. So you mentioned you know, people have a good relationship with money or a bad relationship with money. What are a few things that you kind of look out for to determine if someone has a good relationship or a bad relationship with money? You know, something that, you know, the listener right now can kind of determine like, oh, like maybe I don't have as good of a relationship with money as I thought or vice versa. Right. So um, the, the, basic line for me is that everything that you do in your life should bring you joy, peace, and calmness. Uh, if mo- When thinking about money uh, does the exact opposite, you have an unhealthy relationship with money. When thinking about um, asking prices or increasing your prices, even pricing your offer. Um, I was doing another podcast interview uh, earlier this week, and she asked me, what is one of the things that you had to face um, as a female entrepreneur when coming to, like, when it comes to pricing? I was like, I didn't price myself because things came so easy that I was so scared of pricing myself, like who I am to charge for this, right? Mm -hmm. That's an unhealthy relationship with money (laughs) because it's really um, having a negative experience with this neutral object. When you really understand that money is just and a neutral object that is energy that um, it's necessary for today's economy, um, but it, it's no other other thing than that. When you understand that, then you have a 
a good relationship with money when you understand that uh, you can go out there and sell your services and people will be happy to pay you or they will pay you regardless of what you are charging because they see your value you have a good relationship with money um i'm thinking just examples of all of my clients here uh another sign oh this is a good one another sign that you have a bad relationship with money is that every time that you pay the bills your stomach drops and you're like oh my god like there is another bill coming how i'm gonna make it happen um like how much money do i need to generate this month to continue with my business like not seeing that it is a norm to you that you receive money and that you can prosper mm -hmm. with money it's a sign of having a bad relationship with money and yeah I mean, everything that don't fits into the bottom line of having joy, peace, and calmness in your life. And if money is activating that, then it's time to go and review how you can change that because it's absolutely possible to have it on your side, to make friends with money and to say, hey, are you on board uh, for the next lunch? We are going to make 100K. Okay, good. Let's do it. I'm here for you. That's the kind of relationship that I want all of my clients to have because they know that money backs them up every single time oh that's so empowering just like liberating knowing that when that money goes out it's coming back so you don't have to stress yeah. about paying and letting go of that money just like okay cool i'll write my bill and i know that it will come back yeah. and it'll come back like even more it's such yeah. a it's such a freeing feeling um so kind of at the top of the show, you yeah. mentioned um, when you were working in finance, you had this belief that if you had money, you were taking it from others. Mm. Is that something that you still believe today? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not I didn't all. think so. I didn't think so. <laughs> but I wanted Listen, to know. It is so, it's so abundant. It's so infinite. Yes. It is it is just like air when you are in a point of believing that money is just like air it's a different place because here's the thing and um, maybe this is um too woo woo for some oh, no. but i'm gonna bring give you the, <laughs> the no, <laughs> like you can like inhale abundance every single time as long as you are believing that you can inhale abundance it, it is all all around you the world it's always producing more abundance it is a natural way of going to grow whatever the humans want to grow so if you want to grow money then you're gonna make it but besides that fact the logical part is that if you know just a little bit on how money works um there is this place that is called government that they literally print money so if you don't believe that money is like air and just you can breathe abundance every single time then you can believe that whenever it's needed there is a whole department here in the United States, in Washington, D.C., that they have really big letters say, we print money. So they do. It's just a matter of printing more. So why are you going to limit yourself? Uh, and the reason why that belief was debunked many time ago, like a long time ago um, when I started my business, is because 
I didn't grow up with a different um, opportunities or different education that people around me did. The only thing that I did different was to go inwards and imagine and believe that I could do different. So when I feel bad and when I feel like I don't deserve money because of it, I'm taking the power of those people away. I'm think I'm really thinking them small. I'm saying I'm better than them and I'm really not. I'm really not better than anybody. And who am I to think that they they cannot do it? So, well, I I mean I'm giving you all the power. You can do it as well because we can all participate from this. Wow. I read something once and I'm going to butcher it. So if you if you happen to know what I'm talking about, please feel free to correct me. But it was like only maybe like 8% of the money in the world is actually like physical printed money. Yes. And every yeah. like and when I read that, yeah. I was just like money doesn't yeah. exist. Like it is no. just it's numbers in your bank account and everyone can mm. everyone can have as much money as they want. Like there is so much room for abundance because like money doesn't even physically yeah. exist like oh it yes. was so crazy yeah uh, it's um and i think that percentage have lowered down uh certainly Probably. since 2012 when this wow. big uh technological boom came but yeah. um it, it real that belief of scarcity has a place because money was once um, gold, right? So mm. that is um, the countries was like whoever got more gold, got more money. Then it came, it, it changed to uh, being the dollar, be, like backed up on on gold, on silver, and then uh, then it's electronic. It's just literally <laughs> a, a number on on a bank account, a number so to speak. It really is the story that you're putting behind the numbers so um it has an origin like it has its roots and it's mm-hmm. understandable um even though before gold when it had you you literally the physical exchange this community grow cotton the other one grow mice then we need to go to the market and exchange it Otherwise, we don't have. That is really physical. Mm. But nowadays, it's so out of um, the spectrum. But your subconscious is still capturing the, the ages of your, you know, when people had to do yeah. the exchange because that's what they had to do to survive. So our job right now is to make our brain understand, hey, I know that you had, like, your story comes from that way, but it's not the same anymore. And I can be part of this. And that's that's money mindset work. (laughs) Oh, wow. I I love how you you talked about just kind of like our, our like caveman mind a little bit. Yeah, this is why our brain... Or like why there can be so much resistance there because it used to have to be that physical trade and that handoff. Yeah. And that just doesn't really, that, I mean, that doesn't exist anymore. Hardly at all. I, I don't hand, I don't use cash. Like I don't hand people money. I pay with a card. I pay online. Right. Like there isn't that physical exchange anymore. No, no. It's, um, I, I have a beautiful experience because I'm from, I'm originally from Colombia. There is a lot of indigenous tribes in Colombia. They, some of them there still do the, the exchange between mm-hmm. their tribes, right? 
And even then, it's so abundant. Like, it's just so like, oh, we can go to this community and we got all of this because it's what they need, right? They have mm. what they really want to have. They have the cacao or they have um, the whatever rice and and clothing so there is always a perfect balance and they are not thinking oh we won't have enough they are thinking we can relate on these other communities so we can make grow our own resources here and that's beautiful to see and to understand too because even then uh, although that your brain captures like oh we had to do this to survive even then they were living great they they were not thinking oh i need to be a billionaire what the hell was billionaire anyways <laughs> it's just like you're you're talking two different languages for your brain and that's when um it doesn't let you um bypass whatever you are doing right now interesting so at what are some like practices that you do personally to stay on top of your money mindset is there anything mm-hmm. like any like rituals or habits that you do to make sure that your money mindset stays strong yeah oh it's a work in progress it's always a work in progress new level of income it's a new level of triggering and cleaning up uh new level of uh pain it's like a I had a client just uh, last week that for the first time she had to hand a big check to the government. That triggered the hell out of it. She's like, oh my God, I never had to pay so much. She's like, yeah, this is what we do. So now we clear up and we um, work around and say, hey, I'm happy to pay the government because that means that I'm going to have a different point of view right now. So um, every level comes with its own thing. So how I personally personally and this is what I teach my clients I don't teach anything that I I don't try because I, I don't think that's fair to anybody so what I do is I doubled on hypnosis I do a lot of hypnosis to go to my subconscious mind I filter a lot of information uh, that I get so it is easier to you you know to scroll on social media and to get sucked into the news I left the news a long time ago I don't watch news I somehow I'm gonna find out what's happening in the world so I don't really um, go in, into watching news um, my information is very filtered I'm very intentional on what I want my brain to suck in um, so that is on ongoing basis, hypnosis. I meditate a lot. I have a, a very strict routine of quieting my, my mind down um, to understand really what the feeling is, is coming from. And, you know, other than that, I'm just really in charge of kind of repeating the question that um, my partner did back back in the day. Are you happy? Like, are, are you really happy? Are you doing what you want to do? If not, what are we going to do to change it? Why are you not happy? Why are you not changing it? If the answer is something related to money, oh, here you are. There is a belief coming. Why is this belief coming? How we can um, heal it and make it work, change it. I was, I, I just arrived from Colombia and I spent a month uh, at my parents' house 
I need to do some clearing up. And like, oh my God, this is like, I, I can see now where is this coming? Like I can see now the beliefs that are coming. I don't want that in my life. So now I, I work through the exact process of um, everything of the MESS program or the income accelerator. And I just do the same process. And, okay, write it down. What that means. What that means that you are feeling triggered buy it now and take it to um meditation take it to hypnosis and that's it it's it's really simple it can be really simple um it's just not easy to apply <laughs> absolutely absolutely nothing nothing worthwhile is i think it's so important <laughs> how you it's a lifelong journey. It's a not like money mindset is not a one time quick fix no. and you're good to go. It is ever evolving. And I think it's so important that you mentioned that, that it is, you're going to keep hitting new ceilings, new triggers and have to continue to work through things, or you'll be placed in another environment, like living with your parents for a month. And then yes. that's going to bring up some other things too, that you have to work through. So it's just kind of an, an ongoing journey to work through these money mindset blocks. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is a, it's a journey. It's an excited journey. It gets to be easier and easier because you know, you get excited. Like I literally got excited when I discovered that I didn't align with many of the beliefs. I'm like, Hey, this is interesting because I know that was on my brain. Uh, now I'm going to rewire it and I'm excited to see what the next level is going to be once I rewire it. Wow. So what do your meditations look like? Are you using like guided meditations? I do. Are you, I, I use my own meditations. I use, Ooh. I love um, Catherine Sinkina's uh, from Manifestation Babe. I'm yes. a Manifestation Babe through and through. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love Catherine's. Uh, mm -hmm. I use, um, but mainly it's my own. Um, it helps so cool. to, to hear my own voice. It's like, um, and that's one of the things that I walk uh, my clients to do. I encourage them to record themselves uh, because your brain is like, hey, this is a familiar voice. It's easier to pass by. So um, there is a lot of honesty. And even without guided meditation, sometimes I'm just staring at the wall. That's a meditative state <laughs> to, uh, for me. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. So how have you personally found balance? with this all, you know, with being a successful entrepreneur and supporting other successful entrepreneurs while still like making sure you maintain that peace and calm and joy in your life. And so you're not working all of the time. How have you found yeah. that balance? Uh, I think not being obsessed with finding balance has found me balance. I love um, that. At, at the end of the day, like I said, are you happy? Are you joyful? If you didn't, then let's make sure uh, tomorrow it's different. Yeah. But and sometimes a female entrepreneur, you have to just go all in sometimes. It's just like, uh, I I don't have kids yet, um, but I have a very, you know, I have lots of different babies. I have my business, I have my podcast clients, and it's just like, sometimes you just need to go all in, but 
I didn't have, like, I didn't create my business to be miserable with it. So when I need, when I feel my body, okay, this is enough. I listen to my body a lot. Um, we have a great communication. So it's just like, okay, it's enough. Let's, let's just stop here. And of course, take in sometimes to, to be with family be together i like like you read on my bio i travel a lot so that's also part of my like i create my business around the things that are non-negotiable for me and those things are traveling meditation time with my with my family and we have an strict not cell phone after 9 p.m with my partner so that also is like okay here it is. Take a break. That's it. Yeah. Everything can wait until tomorrow. Ooh, I love that. That is something that I might be implementing. Because yeah. then, you know, just like an hour, even if you go to bed at like 10 p.m., just like an hour to kind yes. of like unplug and reconnect with each other or yourself. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love how you said not stressing about finding balance helped me find balance. Yes. I agree that the myth of like work-life balance or that like work-life mm-hmm. balance is a myth because it's not going to be even like it will never be 50 50 or even 60 40 every day no. it is about that like giving more to your business when you need to and then giving more to yourself and your body when you need to I love how you're really yes. embodying that and practicing that so travel where where's your next destination do you have another trip booked yeah, I'm I'm going to the Netherlands uh, oh. next week. <laughs> oh, oh shoot, that's awesome. Okay, and then what is your your favorite place that you have been? Oh, so difficult. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> top think three. I'm on, yeah, on, <laughs> on top will be always New Zealand. Uh, wonderful place. Of course, Colombia is also wonderful uh, as a tourist. Um, uh, when when I started to see my country as a tourist, um, you get out more, and and there are some beautiful mm. places. Um, yeah, I think um, New Zealand, Colombia, and Italy are by far my favorite ones. But it's always a good place uh, for me. It's always a good place when I can find good food, nature, and just spaciousness. It's just like, leave Mm. me alone here. I can look at the sea or do something like by myself. Uh, That that is, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. But nature-wise, those three. Oh, I love that. So how does that balance work with your business? And with travel, do you kind of, when you're home, are you like hitting it harder so you can unplug a bit more when you're on vacation or are you still working just as much and you're just in a different location? What does that look like for you? Honestly, like a selfish question for me. I'm very (laughs) curious. No, uh, here's the thing. I, it depends. Like right now I'm on the middle of a lounge. We have a free masterclass tomorrow. Think your business rich. So um, the promotion happened while I was in Colombia. So I will wake up earlier to, you know, record reels, send emails, schedule all that. And then by 10, I will have free time to go with my family. So I will kind of balance it. I was like, okay, I need to wake up at five, whatever. I need yeah. to do it, right? So I can have some times. And we were going 
to places where we didn't have internet. So I kind mm. of batch a lot of things before. Um, but if, if, if internet is available, I, we usually have computer time uh, with my partner wherever we go. And we just put the computer, like, okay, uh, are you going to work one hour or two? Two. Okay, let's do it two hours. So whatever I do um, in those two hours, I do it. If I have to make a commitment a deadline then i would just say okay we need to work but it usually is very simple once you know mm-hmm. um that you have travel dates and one once you know that you want to enjoy one place you kind of put work you organize yourself that is the thing um mm-hmm. I, I think time is just like money it likes direction uh so when you say okay this is what i'm going to do i need to work around then it's easier for you to understand what needs to happen and what can be waived because there is a lot of things that we do in a day when we don't have a north that they can be waived really uh, so uh, it, it really has given me laser focus, strategized mind to yeah. be traveling and working. Oh, all of that was so good. Thank <laughs> you so much for sharing that. I feel like so many people listening probably got into entrepreneurship to have that flexibility and that freedom to travel. And then it's just so easy to get stuck on the couch with your laptop, just like crushing yes. your business and not enjoying those freedoms and those flexibilities that we got into business in the first place. And I think for me, it's that like, how do I balance it? Like that feels like it just feels a little scary. Um, So thank you so much for sharing that and those experiences. And that makes perfect sense. And I work much better on a deadline too. Like when I'm, when I work from home all day long, like I can make three hours of work stretch across six hours and it's just silly. So yeah, I like that to be done by 10 so we can go explore the city or something cool like that. Oh, that made me excited. I'm going to start making some plans. (laughs) Okay. Very last question for you. Um, What is one piece of advice that maybe you have kind of learned on this journey of yours that you think by sharing it might help a listener or a few kind of avoid those same missteps? Uh, I think we have said it throughout the the whole episode, but um, I wish that somebody would have looked at me in my eyes and say, the way that you do it is perfect. There is no need to uh, forget about who you are and walk somebody else's path. The way that mm. you do it is it's, it's just perfect. Yes, we need to understand different things about business, different things about ourselves in business. But that is only one way that you can do it, and that's your way. And if you take that from yourself, you're taking your potential to thrive in a way that you cannot imagine. So uh, if today you, you have taken the time to look at the mirror and understand that person in the mirror you have taken a lifetime like lesson with you that it would never like nobody will take away from you so and that's important for business yeah oh man oh Alejandra you are so insightful I just love (laughs) everything that you've said and just how you really do live your work um, and really embody that and continually practice that. But I feel like you just have 
so much knowledge stored up here <laughs> to be able to share with female entrepreneurs to help them through this crazy journey. So thank you for the work that you're doing and for sharing this with everybody. I think it is so important. So please um, let us know where everyone can find you, how they can connect with you, how they can work with you, all the things. Yeah, uh, no, thank you for, for having me here. Um, you can connect with me more uh, easier at Money Mindset Expert on Instagram, or you can check themoneymindsethub.com. Choose your path if you are in... I want to increase my income this year. I have the perfect program for you, Income Accelerator. Uh, the only goal is to accelerate that income in a way that feels easy and effortlessly to you. Um, so just send me a DM on Instagram and I get you scared away. Uh, I really... Well, I'm going to start working one-on-one uh, for the first half of the year. But after... June because we are going to travel then it's going to be uh, programs and a more self-paced so if you want really an approach work with me uh, I show you the path exactly but you got me on your side every single day uh, then income accelerator is for you uh, just send me a DM and I'm going to get you there and yeah if whatever if you are feeling afraid of money to talk about money if you don't have anybody that can understand about this my dms are always open you're welcome to say hey i have no idea what the hell is money i have no idea what to do with it um we have a good conversation and that will that may change the perspective Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so, so much for sharing all of that. Everybody go hit up Alejandra and work through your money mindset blocks so we can all be wealthy women in 2023. Oh, yes. Alejandra, thank you again so, so much for your time and all of the insight that you shared with us here today. And thank you for listening to today's episode of the Female CEO Show podcast. We will catch you on the next episode.